Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. It's a Monday morning. Bill Dean, formerly of CBS and the author of Smooth Criminal, on air today at Renegade to talk about Wiener and what's going on with that scandalous mess. Oh, by the way, they had pictures of her on the, in the New York Post, the girl that he was um, sexting. Anyway, um, we're going to be talking a lot about a lot about a lot about a lot a lot about more things that are going on in the news. Anyway, how are you, Bill? Yeah, okay, we're lined up here with a lot of good stuff. Yeah, we have a lot of good stuff. Um, apparently, uh, the Wiener story continues on. All the talking heads yesterday on the uh, Face the Nation and the rest of them at the Ostrich Media were talking about Wiener should pull out, no pun intended. Wiener should get out of the way and, and uh, move on, and he's not going to do it because he is a sarcastic narcissist who thinks he's better than everybody else, and he will help you, New Yorkers. He will be there to help you. Yes, he will. You know, I got I got a letter from uh, from him today. So. Oh, you got a letter from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's he's he's being persecuted, and uh, we have to stand tall and fight this person. Oh, he's being persecuted. He wasn't me. <laughs> and would you please would you please send me ten bucks at least? I heard he had he had uh, five million in the in the uh, bank for his uh, campaign, and I also heard that his yes, campaign that's right. And his campaign manager split and, and said, fuck you, I'm out of here. I can't do, deal with this. Yeah, well, uh, he's a little bit embarrassed about that. I don't know. I, I guess this guy is a career uh, promoter of uh, candidates, and uh, I guess he's going to be, you know, associated. Nobody wants to Nobody wants to hire him after he's been associated with Wiener, so he's put in a very difficult situation. And now here's a, here he he's evacuating the ship as it's sinking, and uh, he's just in an impossible situation. Um, yeah, it, it is, and I'm on the New York Post right now. It says Bill and Hillary Clinton are livid at comparisons to Wiener's sex uh, sexcapades and Yuma's forgiveness. So where are we going, Bill, with this whole thing? Where, where's this headed? Well, this whole thing is is that um, his wife is highly respected by Hillary and uh, was her secretary when uh, Hillary was uh, the first lady in the White House, of course. And um, so they became confidants, they became great friends, and she is supposedly one bright woman who can organize a campaign. And uh, if Hillary, of course, Hillary's toying for the idea at this time, maybe she will, maybe she won't. I don't think she really knows for sure herself mm-hmm. whether she's going to do this in four years. But uh, uh, certainly she would want, uh, want to be with Wiener's wife because they are very close. But Wiener's wife is standing by her husband all the way. And so this, this puts Hillary in a terrible situation. Uh, she would like to say, you know, Wiener, get out. That's what they've said privately. That's why they threw Dee Dee Myers, who is the former press secretary of uh, President Clinton, mm-hmm. uh, up there last night on the t- yesterday afternoon on the talk shows, uh, because the, they want to be able to show that the Clintons are, do not want him there. Uh, but it's Dee Dee who's speaking. It cannot be Bill Clinton who's speaking because Bill had a few sex things going on, problems too, and he'll be associated as soon as he opens his mouth about that. And Hillary is uh, in a bind here because she doesn't want to uh, knock her good friend down. She may need her. And uh, yet, uh, 
she is a, a, a deeply associated and standing by her husband. So, so what you're really saying, Bill, is that Wiener derailed their plans uh, for um, the Wiener's wife to run the campaign and Clinton's uh, supposedly, allegedly running for presidency in, in 2016. Is, is that is that where this is going? That Wiener. So why is she standing by him? Why is she dealing with all of this bullshit? I mean, well, this she's is not standing. She's forced to stand by him because. Uh, well, wait, 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 her, wait, 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 her great confidant, who she wants, is standing. Her husband is standing by him. Uh, by him, and so she can't. She doesn't want to do away with this woman who she knows. I mean, they they just work so well together. Their hand. Well, that's up. really good for them. I'm glad they work well together. So well, though. running this campaign, and this this woman, I guess, is. Fantastic. Well, Bill and Hillary Clinton are very angry with efforts at Renegade Nation by um, uh, Anthony Weiner and his campaign to compare his Internet sescapades and his wife Yuma's incredible forgiveness to the Clinton's notorious White House saga. And that's what the New York Post is reporting. The Clintons are upset with the comparisons that the Weiners seem to be encouraging that Yuma is standing by her man the way Hillary did with Bill, which is not what she, in fact, did. Is that right, Bill? Did she stand by Bill when all this came down, or was that all hidden from the press? Because uh, well, it was so long Hillary, ago. Hillary didn't come and uh, and stand by Bill Clinton and defend uh, defend uh, the way uh, Huma did. Well, apparently, Weiner—that's what Weiner's uh, saying. Weiner and his campaign aides have explicitly referred to the Clintons as their private uh, as they privately seek to convince skeptical Democrats in New York that voters can back Weiner despite his online sexual antics, just as they supported then President uh, Bill Clinton in the face of repeated allegations of marital betrayals. The Clintons are pissed off that Wiener's campaign is saying that Yuma is just like Hillary, said the source. How dare they compare Yuma with Hillary? Hillary was the first lady, Hillary was a senator, and she was a secretary of state. How do you, you compare... Didn't, you didn't hear Hillary stand up there and defend her husband so strongly. Uh, that's, I, I, don't re, uh, I, don't, I don't remember that. There was that. one hell of a... The rumor is there was one hell of a, an argument that night when that was discovered. You know, like you, uh, I bet there was. I mean, I know I'd be in trouble uh, if I did something like that, but wouldn't you be in trouble? <laughs> Bill, wouldn't you no, be in a lot of uh, trouble? No, Wiener, you see, it's uh, it's worse than uh, worse than just doing this. He said that he was totally cured, and then we find out that after he said he was totally cured for one year, uh, right up to the, a few months ago, he was participating again in doing what he said that he wasn't. Well, and uh, Bill, that's that called thing, lying. There's, hmm? it's called lying. Yes, he's a liar. Please. So if he lied about and, that, and here here's here's one that's very good. He, <laughs> give me that one. He said that somebody is invading my my website, and uh, he paid of campaign money. People that put campaign dollars in forty three thousand dollars worth of the campaign fund for Wiener went to an investigation by a detective agency to find the person that was invading Wiener's website. And uh, the uh, investigation turned out to prove that it was Wiener himself. In other words, he... I re yeah, we... Uh, Marla and I... Uh, $43,000 wasted. Wasted on covering up a lie. Basically, he paid the guy to lie for him and do a PR stunt. We talked about that two years ago. Here's Marla. She's back. Here you go. Hi, Marla. How are you? How was your week? Hello, Marla. How are you doing? Hi, Bill. Well, I just put I have in. A, I have just, a report here on the way to the hospital. Is that right? No, not quite. <laughs> She's going to be blown I, to the hospital by the hurricane. I just blew in from the storm. We've got the tail end of a hurricane coming through, so it's kind of crazy here. 
So if we go I off never, the air, I never heard of uh, hurricanes in the Pacific. They only belong in Florida. <laughs> Well, well there's one here. There's one here. It anyway. changed course. It got lost. Yeah. It got lost. <laughs> anyway, getting back to the story, uh, I, I remember two years ago, Bill, when we first got to Maui, we we when the Wiener story broke, we we talked about it, and we basically said in that on that on the air that day that this is continuing, this will never change, and we went on and on and on and on. We got a lot of emails on the that prophets. that said that said that we were fucking uh, kooky or something. But bottom line is, he's a liar, and he turned. Bill, when I'm reading the story, I. I, I I'm actually reading his his uh, interpretation of sentences and how he's switching the words around to make him sound like he didn't do anything wrong. It's amazing how he can BS people, and and it's just amazing, absolutely well, amazing how he does. Yeah, that. I mean his integrity has really been shot, and I think that's what the New Yorkers are more concerned with than anything else. You know, what? one thing they did say that when he was in Congress, he, he in 12 years he passed, he got one bill passed, which was a minor bill, and he never did anything except yell at Congress. I remember in 2010 oh, we were did he was screaming yell? at Congress. He was opening his mouth all the time. Well, he he hasn't done anything. So what's he going to do for the city of New York? Bill, you live in New York, and Bloomberg is on, on his way out, and they got these other people. Why they need to clean the slate there and get and, and, and I don't know why they can't force him out. Why why can't they force him out, Wiener? And give other people well, a chance. I mean, he, get, no, no. Uh, what I'm he, trying. The thing is, is that he, he just uh, he just lost his campaign manager. It doesn't seem to bother. It, that doesn't bother. Nothing bothers him, Bill. Nothing bothers him. Nothing. I mean, this guy is such a fighter. He's going to be fighting till he falls in the grave. Uh, he does not stop. And Bill, does he under? Seem, but Bill, doesn't seem like anything affects him really. Bill, does anything? Does, nothing bothers him. So, in other words, yeah, he doesn't care what anybody says about him. And it is. Well, let's get something straight, Renegade Nation. It is in his private life. I told you before to be very careful about digital lipstick. What you do on the internet stays around for a long period of time, even if you're not in public life like Wiener is. If you're messing around or texting or sexting and sending pictures, you better watch out because you will get caught. But this that's that's a private matter between you and your wife or your girlfriend or whatever. But when it comes to public life, like Wiener, and Wiener lying straight out to everybody, and then this is exposed again and again, and then he has the audacity, the audacity, Renegade Nation, to stay in the race and to cause more harm for the uh, people of New York City to make up their minds. You'd think he would just go away and say, okay, this is it. I, I can't go any further. I can't understand, Bill, for the life of me, why, in fact, that he thinks he can win this race. Sociopath. Uh, sociopath? Well, he's, uh, he's got uh, almost the same funding as the, uh, as the uh, uh, person that's going to be replacing and uh, has been highly recommended by the uh, by the mayor. I mean, you're on the uh, so, Bill. You're on the streets of New York. What are the people that you on the streets of New York? You hear what's being said on the street level. What are they saying about this? Well, I think that they. Uh, I mean, I, I hear it all the time that uh, this guy is so stupid. I mean, he's so bold. He's so daring, uh, and uh, yet he's vicious to other people. Uh, uh, people, I think, I think uh, uh, there's a lot of insecurity on his part, uh, and uh, he just thought to uh, be in the political eye, as, uh, like a movie star. And he needed that, and he desperately needs it now. A lot of people in Congress are that way. They wouldn't know what to do without the notoriety. 
But, do you, do you uh, think he's it, writing? It's okay, well, well, well. Spitzer, Spitzer had that kind of an attitude when he was um, uh, attorney, a uh, district attorney here, attorney general, governor, and that kind of thing. Notice Spitzer. Uh, he, mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was the governor, and then he was caught uh, in a prostitution thing. I don't think that the New Yorkers would have cared about that, except the fact that he was so moral, supposedly, and he was arresting prostitutes all over New York City. And now it turns out that he was doing the same thing, and that's that's when he went down. I think if he had just shut his mouth and he was caught, uh, in fact, I don't think he would have been caught. He made so many enemies that uh, a group of uh, very powerful people thought that they might be hit by him because he could bring them up on charges and so forth in New mm. York State and make them pay a lot of bucks. So they decided to marginalize him, and they successfully did that. They they hired detectives, and they found that he was going down to Washington to a hotel and meeting this woman regularly. And it turns out that what he was condemning the uh, the people in New York for going to prostitutes and so forth, he was going. He was to. going, in, yeah. Notice and Spitzer did. New Yorkers but, could not accept that. Bill, notice Spitzer did come out and say, "I'm clean." He did say, uh, with this uh, Wiener scandal, that he's uh, he's been a clean boy and he's behaved himself because he tried yeah, well, to back think, himself I think, out of uh, it. Spitzer has learned. I don't hear. I don't hear him proselytizing about uh, people that go to prostitutes now or saying that they all ought to be arrested. Uh, yeah, well, who was he to say anything? He, he was doing what they. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to take a break. Renegade Nation. When we come back, Bill has some other uh, important news that he would like to uh, let you know about. Uh, Renegade Nation. Oh, by the way, we're on Renegade Talk. We're playing top forty music now, Bill, and we have. Uh, uh, all this music, and we're mixing in the talk shows with the music, so it's really cool. So, Renegade Nation, if you want to hear hip hop music and top forty music, which I'm now starting to enjoy myself, Mar- I don't know if Marla thump, is. Thump, 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 thump. Rocks the whole studio. <laughs> it's true. We're working here all weekend long. Thump, <laughs> thump, thump. Yeah, thump, thump. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Bill Dean on air with uh, Renegade Richie. Marla is back. We got a hurricane coming into Maui. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Are you swimming in bills and unpaid loans? Then why not call Ameridet up to my ass? Hello, thank you for calling Ameridet up to my ass. How may I help you? Hi, I've got creditors calling me for money and junk, and I was wondering if you could get rid of them for me. No problem, sir. Thank you for calling Ameridet up to my ass. Wow, thanks. By using Ameridet up to my ass, we'll contact all of your banks, utilities, lending institutions, collection agents, and get them all off your back. Hello, thank you for calling Capital Two Bank. How may I repossess your car today? Yeah, how you doing? Hey, I'm calling from Ameridet up to my ass in reference to Mrs. Fitzwinkle. Oh, yes. She does owe us quite a considerable sum of money. Yeah, great. Well, listen, Pally. She's in debt up to her fucking ass and she ain't gonna pay the fucking bill, okay? You with me? Oh, well, don't worry about it then. I'll just erase her name from the computer and we will forget that this whole ugly incident ever happened. Ameridet up to my ass works with all kinds of people to make sure they don't have to pay back 
all that money they borrowed from large, greedy banks. I'm a modern woman who's always shuffling back and forth from different places where one can be. And while I do have plenty of money, I don't feel like paying any of it back. Thanks to a Meridet up to my ass, now I don't have to. Don't take matters into your own hands. Let the seasoned negotiation professionals at Ameridet up to my ass do it for you. Hey, look, you fucking fuck. I told you, Mr. Johnson ain't paying his electric bill. Now go fuck yourself, all right, you monkey head. Ameridet up to my ass. Because even your responsible deadbeat losers deserve a second chance. Welcome back to Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk, where we don't sugarcoat shit. Building on, formerly of CBS, uh... Go to OurMissingNews.com. You'll see all kind of good stuff that the mainstream media doesn't talk about. Hi, Marla. Aloha, Richie. Aloha, everybody. Aloha, Bill and Renegade Nation. I hope everybody had a great weekend, because we surely did. A little bit of Boss Gags in the low down. Yeah. Baby's in the running round, hanging with the crowd. Putting your business in the street, talking out loud. Saying you bought us this and that. How much you don't spend? I swear she must believe it's all hell sick. Hey boy, you better bring the check around. To the sad, sad truth, the dirty Lord down. That should be that should be Wiener's um, I was gonna theme. say, did Paw Skaggs know Wiener before he was born? <laughs> it should be Wiener's theme song, Bill. <laughs> hey, what's your feeling about hey Bill, what's your feeling about Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity being kicked off of um Cumulus? Well that's the rumor. I don't know that it's definite, but they're talking about it. Well, um, I, I think that, uh, that uh, you know, it's kind of a run its... Uh, course. <laughs> it's life, yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I thought, I think, too. I mean, how, how many years can you go and hear all of this? Uh, on and on. Over and over. Over and over. That's why I, got, I turned it off. I got so sick of it. I, I, I think what well, it... it oh, go ahead. Obama's thing uh, going around, I mean, that, that's ridiculous that he's going to... He, he did that speech uh, last week. I think it was on Monday or Tuesday. And uh, there was nothing new in it. He's like a college professor. He's talking about, uh, yeah, we should be doing this and we should be doing that. And he was interviewed by the New York Times for 45 minutes, I believe it is, yesterday. And it's the same type of story, saying that uh, if we don't get our act together, uh, we're going to have real problems and we shouldn't, the rich shouldn't be getting so much money. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying, oh, to, save the, I'm trying oh, to save the middle class. And yet they don't, uh, he doesn't tell us how we're going to save the middle class. He He's never did. He never did. Groaning and he doesn't say, "I want this bill through Congress." That kind of thing you right. don't hear. Yeah, but more like no you, leadership there. Yeah, there's no leadership. Didn't Marla. you tell me the unemployment rate the other day, Rich? No, it wasn't the unemployment oh, rate. It's it? four out of five Americans. I read it on oh, Drudge. Right. Four out of five Americans are poor, and they didn't. Uh, I didn't go into details, Bill. Uh, I'm not going to go into details. Yeah, four out of five were in poverty. In poverty or near poverty, and that's how bad it is. Nobody can find jobs, oh, and he. I mean, was, he, he is right. I mean, you know, the MBAs have taken all the money, right? And uh, yeah, but uh, why don't you why don't you do something about it? Well, he's not know? doing anything about it. Why I'm should he? To hear the answer, you know. Well, yeah, His we've speeches are always whining about everybody well, else we've been, and telling everybody else what to do. We've it's, been waiting for years of, for an answer, and he says the same thing over and over. And then I don't know if you heard about this, but on the CBS News, Scott Pelley interviewed him. Did you hear about this? Where he yeah. said um, there's a possibility that Social Security checks may not be coming out oh, yeah. um, due to the fact that the debt limit hasn't hasn't been uh, taken care of and he's now forcing well he he wants he wants to scare everybody and um, what's well, a scare tactic he's, 
Hey, uh, by uh, by making people uh, at the uh, the air traffic control laying off the air traffic controllers so the public would notice that, shutting the parks early so the public would know that. But he hasn't said that we're going to uh, modernize and be more efficient in our federal government, and uh, he doesn't say anything like that. I haven't heard him say that he wanted to lay off one government worker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just amazing how this goes round and round and Although nothing gets resolved. Although a lot of governmental agencies have been cut back, yeah. their, their hours. Yeah, well, I know that for a fact because we're dealing with something. I'm not going to get into it. I, I, I can't. Anyway, well, the that's, social, true. that's true. The, they did uh, they did cut uh, back their hours, but they're they're not firing anybody. They're not laying anybody off. Oh, you know what's really interesting, Bill and Renegade Nation, talking about laying off people and no health care and uh, <clears throat> they, oh, oh yeah. this is the Renegade Nation. You need to listen to this and you need to pass it around. Obama. Abominable Care is going to be setting up call centers, like a telemarketing call center inbound and outbound, I guess. I I didn't read the whole thing, but here is the punchline. They're going to hire like 500 people to explain to the American people how Obamacare is going to work. Okay? That's what they're going to do. Because nobody else has explained about Obamacare. Nobody understands it. They've tried to, uh, uh, on the conservative side at least, they tried to get you to understand about Obamacare, but nobody understands Obamacare. So now... Nobody, what, nobody can. Who can understand 20,000 pages? pages? Yeah, no, nobody. So what they've done, listen to this, this is, the, this is really, really, really smart. They now are going to start these call centers in California and, and some other states, and they're going to hire these people. Guess what? They're all going to be under 30 hours because they're not going to pay their health care. And they're the ones explaining to the American people over the phone about abominable care, but they don't have it themselves. It's incredible. Renegade Nation. It's the way the Obaminator does things. It's the way they, yeah. yeah. Why should they get Why should they get health care when they're explaining yeah, that? Screw you. Oh, God. Give me a joint, wait, please. Oh, uh, Bill, am I in a crazy... Do we have any hard liquor? <laughs> Can you give me a shot of Jack Daniels? They're not going to pay these people... Uh, they're going to make them part-time where they do not get health care. Yeah, that's hard to believe. I, I, read, I, I mean, I, they are part-timers and part-timers. No, they made them part-timers. Oh, geez. Anyway, getting on to other news. What is this child prostitution thing going on, Bill? Well, it was announced by the FBI, and uh, it seems like a good thing, and uh, I have no complaints about it, but there's uh, something that the public should know and about listening to news, because this is a perfect example. This came out this afternoon. The FBI's dragnet operation cross-country arrested 150. That's that's important. 150 uh, 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 105 kids nationwide. They arrested 150 uh, operators, and 105 children were uh, uh, were rescued nationwide. Now, the biggest problem area is San Francisco, followed by Detroit. You know, no, <laughs> Detroit, well, yeah, what's, what's Detroit. That? Yeah. So forth. It turned to prostitution. That Nothing else there. Increase, incidentally. Uh, Milwaukee is sort of like that, too. And uh, Denver is fourth. And uh, that goes, that Denver division goes up into Wyoming. And uh, there were nine teens, just nine, between the ages of 13 and 17, and six 
pimps were arrested in that region. And um, the FBI's uh, Criminal Investigative Division uh, Assistant Director, uh, Ron Hosko, says that the arrest showed child prostitution remains a persistent threat to children across America. That's totally true, and they say that racetracks, truck stops, and social media websites certainly, and sporting events are the area in which uh, where the money for child sex is likely to be exchanged. Uh, the FBI reports that 70, listen to how widespread this thing is, 76 cities were looked into in this broad sweep, and uh, you got 105 children. That's just a little over one child per city, and this is a big sweep. Okay. Uh, now, here's here's the riot, is that well-meaning organizations, uh, should I say, looking for a buck, looking to get bigger anyway, out to stop uh, the abhorrent crime, uh, have gone off the deep end with the numbers count, apparently out to impress the public with the seriousness of the crime. And nobody knows which person or organization started pushing the numbers up which uh, commenced a few years ago just by talking. They, they were talking, uh, this is an awful thing. We have 20,000 victim children around the country, and that story has grown and grown till now. It is 300,000 children are, are in prostitution in this country, according to the organizers who apparently are getting a lot of contributions from the Hollywood people who are, are certainly oh, like Demi Moore, uh, for instance? hurt by this, okay, uh, and they want to do something about it. Well, what are they going to do about it, Bill? Well, the thing is, is that we have to work with these numbers, and nobody knows where that 300,000 came oh, from. Oh, nobody knows. Uh, Bill, you know what? They're making, they're, they're, these people are so frizzed out, man. You know what? They couldn't figure out any of this. Frizzed. Yeah, they're frizzed out. You <laughs> can't, you know how many prostitutes. the price that people are, I mean, if they have oh. the number, they're going to get more more money, and they've been very successful in getting a lot of money. Bill, let me, Bill, let me, Bill, what did Demi, it, what, Bill? Demi Moore is one of the, one of the real fighters for uh, this. Bill, I would they just really appalled okay. by it. Bill, did they interview the, the pimps to find out what the real numbers are? <laughs> like the pimps would tell. Yeah, well, yeah let uh, me tell you something. If you look at this uh, and you look at those who are experts in this thing, uh, who who spend their life writing books on it and so forth, they say that they cannot figure out where that 300000 came from. And uh, this, this one guy at Arizona State, he says, yes, it's widespread and so forth. And they said, can you tell us? Do you have an estimate? He says, it's very, very, very few that kids in America are brought into sex sla uh, uh, slavery. And so Again, the question was, how many? And he says, probably a few hundred. Yeah, he doesn't know anything. Now, he's just talking, guessing. Well, we're talking a few hundred. Yeah, but he's studying it all the time. And yeah. what he's saying, he's getting, I could I could list a hundred other hey, professors and people that spend their whole life doing that. Bill, and Bill. they don't say anything about a hundred thousand or ten thousand even. Bill he's, getting, so, Bill, he's getting grants from the federal government to study this stuff, probably. He said yeah, a few that, hundred. No, he's I mean, on I the right he's side. He's, he's saying that there are only a few. 
So, I mean, if he wanted to, the people that are collecting the money are not the professors here. The people that collect the money are the ones that are uh, trying to get charity funds, Bill, uh, millions of dollars, and they and are. Why doesn't this uh, university professor go to every truck stop in America and interview? interview <laughs> and start counting. And start counting. Get his counter out <laughs> like they have one, two, three. How many, okay, he could do that all across yep. the country, and but he could go to every brothel. It's interesting that we had this widespread, uh, uh, what was it, 78 cities in the country or something something like that, mm-hmm. that they went through. 76 cities they went through. Yeah. And they only picked up 105 kids. That's because everybody took off and hid. <laughs> no. Here they come, I, get I out think, of here! I think, that the, I think that these numbers have been jacked up by Demi Moore and so forth. And the thing is, it's, a, it's such a riot you get somebody like Demi Moore on, on the talk show, and the talk show hosts, uh, you know, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story, and mm-hmm. Demi throws out a 300,000, isn't that awful, and we have to do this, this is, a, this is a terrible, we have to contribute money and so forth. I, I think that, uh, that uh, you know, as they say in the press, don't don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. They say that sardonically. Yeah. Well, Bill, there's a lot of prostitution that goes on the country. In fact, they should be interviewing oh, Wiener well, about it. We're not talking about. We're not talking about prostitution of a 25-year-old. We're talking about kids. No, I, I know, but and they should interview Wiener. Between 13 and 17. Right, I, I understand, but the, how about. are they coming up with these numbers? I, I, apparently, Somebody jacked up the numbers, period, and nobody knows who. Nobody knows anything. And again, yeah. it's a bunch of well, malarkey and mush-mush bullshit. I think bullshit. started, and you know, if you want to be on that side and you want to talk about how prevalent it is, then you pick up that person's 20000 and then you add another 5000 oh, Bill, why don't they do this? Why don't they... The interviews are asking the question who says this? Yeah, who says this? Why don't they go out into the streets and get the information before they they open their big mouths? Nobody knows. you got to go to every city in America and you got to find every pimp and prostitute, walk the streets and no, find out. No, they're child porn no, rings. I, well, the child porn rings. And it's a lot of work, but Demi Moore has to get out there and beat the streets and get the information that we need here at Renegade. There's, there's She's a, a terrible a investigative reporter. It's a, that is telling about a new industry, and particularly in Hollywood, where they've got, these actors have got all this money and they don't know what to do with it and they also feel... Dirty. I know where they could send some. To Marla. I know, yeah, here at Renegade. I know. We need but money. They, uh, Help us. This, this industry that's been developed uh, is uh, we need storm uh, relief. Tons of money by people, actors that say, "I don't know what to do with my uh, four billion dollars here. Can you help me?" And they help figure me. a way to help. send it to Africa. Help us. Bill, help. Uh oh, the hurricane's coming, and we need storm We're relief drowning. here. Renegade storm relief. Please send your money. <laughs> anyway. Bill, I don't know what to tell you about the, the this pro, this prostitution thing has been going on for a long, 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 long time. I think so. Okay, so the 13 to 17-year-old okay. kids are out there prostituting with the pimps, and if Demi Moore and the Hollywood idiots want to find out, why don't they go on the street and beat the street and find out exactly what the numbers are? Instead of sitting there guessing about what the numbers may be, should, might well, be, could be. Exactly, that's exactly what these professors have been doing for years, be. and I, I, believe, I believe them in this particular case. Okay, what are we going to say, Marla? Uh, if they want to uh, worry about anything, they should worry about Monsanto and all the GMOs. Oh, yeah, they don't care. That, you know what? <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. Anyway, we're going to yeah, take a Monsanto's break. Monsanto's been really quiet recently. Oh, of course they have been. We're going to get We're going to take a break. Maybe they killed us all. Yeah, we're going to take well, a yeah, break. Yeah, we're all okay. dead. I'm going to take That's a break. That's what happened. I okay. woke up dead. We need to take a break. Renegade Nation will be right back. Uh, Bill and uh, ourselves here, me and Marla, will be talking about one more story that's really interesting. Anyway, here's Jimi Hendrix. There must be some kind of way out of here. Joker to the thief There's too much confusion 
more smoking content than a Jamaican spliff, you're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk, where we don't sugarcoat shit. It's a Monday with Bill Dean and Marla and myself, Richie. Welcome to Renegade Talk. When I was young, it seemed that life was so wonderful. Except for Wiener. They need, need to do the wiener. They send them away. Teach them how to be logical. Okay. Marla's not saying anything. What, what's wrong? You're not feeling good? I just didn't have a good comeback. <laughs> okay. The logical song, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's the answer. Okay. Thank you, Marla, for the answer. Anyway, welcome, Renegade Nation. Bill Dean on along with uh, myself, Richie, and uh, Marla, talking about the news and what's going on and what's been going on. We have a hurricane coming into Maui, so we are uh, all prepared. Bill, the stores were absolutely raped late yesterday. I didn't know why, because I don't follow the uh, weather here. (laughs) So (laughs) the store was so crowded, I'm going, what's going on? Why is it so crowded? I mean, everything was being emptied out. You didn't race to Home Depot, huh? Yeah, I never got to Home Depot. (laughs) You're stuck on this island. You You know, know plywood and all that stuff they get. Yeah, do you know how far away that is from the side of the island? <laughs> it's pretty far, Bill. I don't want to drive every 20 time, miles. Every time the fall comes along, Home Depot stock goes up. Yeah, that's exactly right. When it's storing like that. Uh, right. Well, anyway, this hurricane is coming on. It's called Flossie. And floss is going to floss us all. It's going <laughs> to floss this island. So we're stuck in the middle of a hurricane, and we're hoping... We're it, not in the middle. Yeah, we're in the eye of the storm, as, <laughs> as I say. I am scared no. to death. Well, if you're in the eye, you know, you can have a party. I'm, what do you think? Go I'm going to have a hurricane the, party. And, and pretend that the other side of it isn't going to come and right. pick you up. That's sure. exactly what I'm doing, Bill. I'm going to get high on uh, right. some marijuana and drink and and watch the storm come yeah. through and be in the eye. Once the you're high, it's just like a really good show. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, um, getting back to some serious news. Oh, <clears throat> must we? The U.S. is starting small on arms and advisors to Syria. Bill, what the hell's going on over there? Yeah, well, uh, they don't want to really do it. Uh, Obama wants to put his toe in the water. I'm really surprised that France and London and England are, are really gung-ho about going into Syria, and they're kind of pushing the United States into doing it, too. We have not sent any arms to uh, to the rebels until now, and uh, by their guessing, the middle of August, it's a definite. We will, at some point, one of these days, we will be uh, issuing arms to the to the rebels. The big problem is we don't know the makeup of the rebels, and uh, we do know for a fact that there has been a call out uh, as of uh, just about a week ago that Al Qaeda members from the United States, hiding in Canada, and hiding in a whole bunch of other countries, have been told to go to uh, Syria and go and fight. So that group of rebels will be the people that blew up the World Trade Center, and we're going to be sending them ammunition and guns from the United States 
And uh, it's estimated that maybe 20% at this particular time, and with this whole army of Al-Qaeda members coming in, it'll probably be maybe 30% or 40%, I don't know. But it certainly is on the increase. And uh, they are there to uh, actually join the other rebel group and then uh, take over Assad. And at that point, then the the Al-Qaeda rebels will certainly go after the other groups of rebels and try to eliminate them so they have a country. Country. Oh, they never try to do things like that. No, Bill, they wouldn't do that. Oh, come yeah. on. Come on, they're nice <laughs> people. You, you like your rebels, huh? Okay. Yeah, we're rebels well, over here. Well, the problem is, is that we're going over there, and uh, you know very well, uh, Rich, how uh, the, the Vietnam War started. Uh-huh. We had advisors. We had advisors over there before and, you yeah, got there. Yeah. And they were just going to train yeah. the troops. That's right. Vietnam, That's right? exactly right. And it, lo and behold, lo they're and training behold. them and gunfire is going on. American trainers and uh, are, are getting hit. And then we now have a rationale to uh, to be able to fire back. Ren- Renegade Nation. And that's probably okay. exactly what that's going that's to That's exactly what they're doing, the Bill. Troops. And that's how we're going to get into this war. Right. Bill, you're a prophet as well as I. Oh. And, and, and Marla's and uh, she's coming up on prophecy. Here's the thing, <laughs> Renegade Nation. <laughs> Why do you. you think we're talking about this? Like Bill said, in Vietnam we had advisors in to train the South Vietnamese to fight the Viet Cong, which is the Congress. Yeah, we now, were just there to train. We were just there to train. Now and then yeah. we lost fifty-eight thousand lives, Renegade Nation, in a war that was a disgusting, despicable act. And now here we go again. With this Syria. And also on top of that, why are we involved in the first place? Because war makes good money for the banksters. We don't, the banksters want this war to start. They're probably funding it from both sides. And now, and now the Al-Qaeda and the rest of these idiots are getting involved. And all about one thing, it's all about money. And Syria is a disaster. The United States needs to get out of it. We don't need to be involved in a Middle East war. And this is, Bill, I agree with you 100%. We are headed directly into a war. When they start with these, with the advisors, you can always count on within a year or two ground troops entering and then bombing and who knows what else. But that is a total, complete mess over there and has been a mess. I don't really agree with President uh, Putin uh, very often, but I do in this particular case. Uh, he's telling uh, President Obama, hey, you don't know what's going to happen after Assad. You've got all these factions and you don't know. It may turn out to be far worse for the people of Syria after Assad goes. Well, here's the and other... Here, but we don't know. Look at look at what we've done in Iraq. It's the same story. Iraq is a disaster. They actually, we're right. killing each other under Saddam Hussein. Right. Uh, and they were. they're killing each other. <clears throat> They've got a terrible, terrible story. Uh, 50 people were killed uh, just yesterday in, in bombings <laughs> in, in, in the country <clears throat> that we handed a democracy to. Bill. And it's the Bill. Shiites and the Sunnis. Bill, it, Bill, I mean, it, all, yeah. Bill it all goes back to one thing, the religion. They're going to keep on killing themselves. They've been doing it for thousands of years and nothing's going to change. I mean, I don't know what is so difficult to understand here. I mean, Renegade Nation, you need to wake up. We handed them a democracy and they didn't fight. They they don't 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 care care about about that. It's all about the religion. 
The Shiites and the Sunnis. We've been talking about the Shiites and Sunnis for so long. Now we're indoctrinated into this religious war that they that they have started, and they have continued to bring the American uh, American service members into a war that we should not be involved with with their religions. Okay, if they want to kill each other, go right ahead and kill each other, but don't involve us in your problems. And I don't know why we are getting involved in this. And I I knew a couple months ago when they started talking. It's it's just like a slow changing thing. It's slowly. Gr- it goes into the political um, power here in this country and everybody talking about this and it slowly becomes reality. It's, a, it's our third war in 12 years in the Middle East. Well, they need wars to keep the money, like Marla said, with the banksters. Well, yeah. oh. I, I, do you believe that? You, you know, hmm? uh, if anybody has any question about that, can you imagine that Halliburton, an oil company, Fed the troops for $150 a week, uh, a day, $150 a day over there. And it was on a no-bid contract. In other words, there is no company in America besides the oil company that can feed American troops in Iraq. Yeah, I remember so we reported they could that. Bid. When you get a no-bid contract, you can name your price, and the government says, that's okay, you're mm-hmm. the only competent person, the only competent company that could possibly it, handle it. it. Bill, it's who you know. It's who you it know. It sure is. Yeah, well... <laughs> it sure is. I mean, I could put and a bid in. Dick Cheney in. kept that war going, and Dick Cheney fooled the whole country. Well, Dick Cheney did fool the whole country, and a lot of people don't understand that, but he was the CEO or the founder or whatever it was of Halliburton. Uh, a lot of people were screaming about that. They couldn't get to the facts. Well, the facts are it was a no-bid contract, and Halliburton got it, and they kept that war going on for 10 years, and they made a lot of money. Uh, so now we have all these service guys coming back from Iraq, Iraq, and Afghanistan veterans who now can't even get veterans care in this country. It is pathetic the way the system works. Renegade Nation, if you want to change things, you've got to change the people in Washington. The wieners of the world cannot be, re- be put into power. They need to go. You need to have uh, American people that fight for the Constitution and are about the Constitution and not involving ourselves in Middle East politics and Middle East wars. They've been doing it for a long time. And we have said this on the air how many times, Marla? Over and over and over. Oh, gosh. They just want more money and more bloodshed. And we are totally against that. We do not believe that any American service individual military should be in that region to begin with no advisors let them fight it out themselves and let them come to their own conclusions bill do you agree or disagree with that statement oh yeah i totally agree and uh, i mean these these wars i mean that vietnam war was really awful it was uh, horrible we lost, we lost one in ten one in, your chances of coming back to the united states as an, in any kind of condition at all was nine out of ten that's yeah, I, I got back. But I, I'm going to tell you, Renegade Nation, I am a Vietnam veteran. And I'm going to tell you, what I saw was horrific. You did not see what I saw and what they go through. And I am the person that can speak for a lot of Vietnam veterans. The, what they've gone through and the problems that have ensued over the years from coming back. Luckily, I made it through, but I had a lot of things to deal with. But it was very, very difficult. I feel sorry for the veterans of Afghanistan and Iraq. I salute you. Thank you for your, for your service. But why in hell are we over there to begin with? This is like Vietnam. We started as advisors. It was all because of the communists, but basically it was because of the banksters. The banksters wanted to make a lot of money, and they surely did on that war, and the war was a total waste. And what really irritates me is that you've got 
You've got dedicated Americans, people that really care and are really sorry for what happened, and they're giving their money, and they're going to these hospitals, and they're helping them, and the federal government is almost forgotten. What did Obama... Hey, they, Bill, they what, put them in war and knocked off their legs. Right. What did Obama say in speech after speech over the years? We will take care of our veterans. We will be there for our veterans. We will be. We will give them the best care possible. Remember, and now he there's... Is the biggest liar ever. They're, they're not I'm doing... I'm so sick of the lies. All you gotta do is talk to one veteran. We know one... Remember that girl in North Carolina where her husband was being, uh, you know, shoved around all over the place and he had all these problems, Bill? You you, you talked to her. You had her on, didn't you? I know. We never had her on. I mean, you could never connect to, connect her because she's so upset. Apparently, the last time I talked to her, the husband was in a hospital. I think at Walter Reed. The guy's so screwed up, he doesn't even know what's going on. He's a completely different man. The marriage is falling apart. They have issues after issues, more problems. And Renegade Nation we do not need to continue this mess in the Middle East. We need to let them solve their problems and for us to stay out of it. But the banksters, they're not going to let that happen. They're going to have us in Syria dealing with this that's been going on for thousands of years with the infighting. And um, I don't know what else to say about it. Try, trying to con, uh, trying to convince the public that uh, that Saddam Hussein had uh, had nuclear weapons and could drop uh, nuclear bombs. I remember all that. They never found anything. Remember, they sent the uh, United Nations. Oh yeah. They, they didn't even have a bomber plane that could get here. Are they? <laughs> yeah, right. I, that's another thing. Are they uh, renegade nation Americans? Listen, when that happened. And exactly what Bill said. They couldn't have a bomber fly from Iraq to to the U.S. I mean, they wake did, up, America! They didn't have anything going there. There was nothing happening. They never found the United Nations went in looking for weapons of mass destruction and never found anything. And we still went to war. And I and I I, I condemn the press for just getting on a war footing and going to these news conferences at the White House. And uh, they the press was just as excited to get into the war. And they drummed it up for the for the average person in this country. Hey, we have to get back to nine eleven. We got to pay him back and so forth. There's so and many. Well, thanks we're, to we're Bush the and the way he likes to and, switch and up the words. And really didn't do it. It was Al Qaeda in Afghanistan, and we went over there and we got rid of them. And the problem was that we just went, uh, we just uh, went away. And, and, uh, Bill, it's never going to go away. Over to Iraq. Bill, it's never going to go away. Never. It's going to continue well, uh, on. We're going, be, we're going to be destroyed as a nation if we don't. We are being destroyed right now as a nation. Yeah, and people, people, a lot of people are fed up with whether it's Republican or Democrat or you're independent or whatever you are. There's a lot of people not happy right now about the way things are going. Um, the media and the press have said so much crap. Look at the Wiener thing. I mean, for instance, I mean, there's so much going on and there's so many people. Um, well, I get, what's that word? Oh, yeah. There's and, so many people uh, in know, poverty. We've got these social media things all night long, you know, from Hollywood and uh, who's kissing who. And, and who cares? Uh, who's with whom and so forth. Well, apparently Americans do. And uh, and now and now the uh, I know I know specifically that the evening news people have been directed at the different networks that they got to do more social media. And so last week, what was the lead for three days? For, uh, for three days on one of the networks, NBC, it was Baby George was born. Yep. Three days. Three days. And the other mm-hmm. two networks led their story number one and story number two. Bill, why? Bill, Baby okay, George. let's get into that. Why is it that they are so into this 
baby. What, what, is this the bankster thing that they're all tied together that they need to... The Illuminati. The Illuminati. The Windsors, of course. The Windsors and they the Illuminati. They celebrate their newest... Uh, their newest arrival. Little king. Why would we care? Why, why, what is it with the media and, the, and, and those people that... Uh, have, pomp and circumstance, pomp, Rich. Yeah, the pomp and circumstance <laughs> over this whole thing. When we have so much serious uh, problems going on and the networks devote all that time to a baby. I, I don't understand it. One, I, uh, I can't, uh, the name escapes me, but one of the newspapers, one of the big newspapers over in, in uh, London, and people read newspapers more, they got like about 10 newspapers in London still to this day. But one of them said, uh, uh, readers, would you please tell us, uh, do you want us to do this baby George thing? And let us know. And they didn't put it on. And this is a, this is a British paper, and they didn't put it on the front page. There you go. So you got to give them credit. Give them credit. Anyway, Renegade Good Nation. Good for them. Good for them. Paper. Yeah, it was amazing when we talked last Monday before the baby, we were talking about the baby, and Bill did say it will be the lead story, and we agreed with you, Bill, that it'll be the lead story on the three major networks, and it was for three days or two. two and two it was th- even worse, they had specials on every channel. Oh, yeah, that's another thing, Bill. <laughs> Thank you, Marla, for reminding me. They had one-hour specials. And I was going to watch the special just to see what they were going to say about this baby, but I couldn't even bring myself to turn the TV on to watch it. It's so disgusting. Can you imagine a one-hour special on this baby that was just born? I mean, what? what is it with the... With the Bill? kid doesn't even talk yet. Yeah, the kid, yeah. <laughs> he just has a smushy little old lady face right now. But there's no picture. <laughs> you can't... I mean, what? I, I mean I'm sitting there he saying... He knew what they were doing to him. He might crawl back in the womb. Yeah, yeah, let me, it's, yeah right. I want to get out of this. Get, let me back in. You know, I don't want to be around this all this. This is not warm but and no, cozy. Getting, getting back to the real story, what are they going to talk about? For an hour. I mean, I didn't watch it. So, Renegade Nation, I don't think you probably watched it, because if you listen to us, why would you want to watch that garbage? But the bottom Entertainment, mo- Rich. Entertainment of what? It's, it's, it's not entertainment, Marla. People like distraction. They hate their lives. Well, They're out of work. Again, there you what go. What else is there to do but watch TV? Again, distra- Bill, do you agree with that, that we're being distracted by uh, King oh, George? definitely. And, with you, Marla. Yeah. Uh, Marla, and, uh, that was great. I mean, that was, that was done in Germany. Uh, uh, in the 1930s, they would, uh, you know, so the people weren't really thinking about uh, the horrific war they were about to fight. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, the people, the people in Germany actually were not enthusiastic about this war. I'm sure that uh, 20% were crazy about it, but the majority were not. Hitler never won. He didn't win uh, the uh, the election. He just took over the government. And uh, uh, the people were just, uh, just uh, they enjoyed parades, they were given uh, good <laughs> wages, and the rest of the world was in a recession or depression. That's exactly right, and, it was. Uh, so they didn't, they didn't want to, they said, hey, you know, I got food on my table, and I'm I okay. got a job, and, and I'm fine. So I guess Hitler's doing the, uh, the okay thing. And they were not enthusiastic until they took over Poland. Then they loved Hitler. Then they, oh, they really celebrated that. Then they were all behind him. Well, Bill, all, I, you know, I, all the world to stage. Again, the Rush Limbaugh, back to the Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity thing of them being supposedly allegedly cut uh, from the radio stations of Cumulus and Clear Channel. Um, what do they? What do you? What? What do they? Bill, in your opinion, of being in radio for forty years, what do you think they're going to do if they cut them? All, if they cut them loose. Nothing. Uh, what are they? Who, who are they going to replace <laughs> these people with? Or are they just? They don't need you, replacements. You. No, 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 not me. Yeah. No, I'm not going. No, no, no. I'm not going. No, no, Hell no. no, we won't go. No, 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 no
I, 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 you know, like you talked about earlier, they are getting, it's getting older, but is it that they're going to pull the conservative talk radio off the air so they don't have to listen to people like Sean Hannity and... Well, I got to right. think, I, I, I don't believe that the audience, and I'm talking about the 40s and 50s, are really, they're still working, and it's really the retirees, and they seem to be dying off, and so they're not no. uh, replenishing that, uh, that audience that they had that was so powerful. So basically what's coming down to is that the listenership is dying off, literally, and that... Yeah, as that's, this what, that's what the people, that's why they're making such a decision. Because uh, that's all they care about. They just look at their numbers, people. It's all they, NBA, they don't yeah. Or what the numbers do, or morally, or anything else. But the Rush Limbaugh, down, Rush Limbaugh, oh, okay. As much money, they want to make more money and get rid of this guy. We'll get somebody else. We'll get somebody younger and more hip, or whatever. But Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity have a. Well, you know what? They're, I think they're with Premier on the syndication side of it, so they could actually uh, go. Uh, Premier could actually take it over and keep them on these radio stations. Is, is that a possibility? I would, I was just just amazed one time, and when I heard Sean Hannity spend a two-hour show on the middle name of Osama bin Laden, uh, of, uh, I'm sorry, of our our president. <laughs> sorry. Oh, you're talking about Obama? <laughs> yeah. Obama, yeah. And he spent two hours and talking it, about that. Yeah, spent two hours. Well, see that that implying, again, implying that he was a terrorist or something. Do you think, hey, Bill, do you think that these two, Sean Hannity and, and Rush Limbaugh, have those type of listeners, or is that all made up too? Do, do no, they actually I, have I, those I, listenerships? I know, uh, I, uh, I, I've heard I've heard that people get so mad and so irritated, and they listen to this thing for six hours. They're retirees. They listen, and they get so irritated, and they get physically sick over over this program that, that, that you're hearing. They believe that it's truth, and uh, a lot of it is true, but it's exaggerated. And uh, it's it's really really an indictment of America. You know what I <clears throat> you know what it upset Bill. You know what upsets me about the whole thing is the um, twenty five minutes of commercials they put on. They put uh, a lot of commercials on local and national spots. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, there used to be there used to be an FCC rule, uh, folks, that uh, you could only have twelve minutes of commercial and commercials in an hour. That's right. I think it could go, like on The Tonight Show, the late thing, you could get like 16 minutes, and that was it. Now now they have total, they can put on, uh, they can put on 100%. They could put on 60 minutes of commercial. If you would listen, they would have 60 minutes of commercials every hour. Or they, they would have, they would have 55 minutes have of, little, hmm? Bill, they would have 55 minutes of commercials. And you know, you just came up with a yeah. great idea. Why don't we just play commercials? Just play commercials. Well, uh, actually, actually, and some uh, some F station, uh, FM stations do that. They play nothing but music, and then they play nothing mm. but commercials. Right. Just play commercials. All, 24 hours a day, just play commercials. And make it, make your money that, that way. That, that, that people will listen. Some people will listen to that. Yeah, we could say we're like, talk radio free. Do, do the reverse. You just do the reverse. We're talk radio free. You talk don't do, radio free. So anyway, we're going to get out of here. Renegade Nation, it was fun. Bill Dean, just having an opinion. Shit chat is a lot of fun. But welcome to the circus. Wait, wait, what, Marla? What? Nothing, Richie. You're giving me that look again. Anyway, Bill, thank you. Bill Dean, formerly CBS. Go to Our Missing News if you want to find out what the hell's really going on. Marla, hi. Goodbye. Aloha. Aloha. We're blowing out of here. Yeah, it's a hurricane. We're going to blow out of here. Bill, we'll talk to you later. Thank you. Renegade Nation, have a great day. too long before our own. The human race suddenly encountered a deadly threat to its very existence. 
And this terrifying enemy surfaced, as such enemies often do, in the seemingly most innocent and unlikely of places. 